Hey, I'm Mutita Panmuk, your business operations strategist. I help six to seven figure service based entrepreneur to get back at least 10 hours a week with Get Unstuck Method. You are in the right place if you want to scale your business that support your lifestyle. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter at beforeyouscale.com. And it's time. Let's get unstuck. Hi everyone. So today, let's welcome Anna Balkan here from Anna Balkan Jewelry, my lovely friend right here, and she is the queen of colors. Wow. Today we will talk about jewelry business. And welcome Anna to Get Unstuck Radio. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. It was it was very nice to um to uh, be able to talk to somebody in the all the way across the big ocean. <laughs> um, I know. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, right now. So um. Yeah, I'm in <laughs> under the storm right here in Belfast. <laughs> oh no, we had storm yesterday. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> anyway, how are you doing? Like over there, like how is your business currently? Uh, you know, it's it's interesting. You can look at the business in many different ways, and in terms of what my expectations have been for the springtime as a jewelry business. Usually spring is my busiest uh, season. I sell to a few hundred stores all over the country. I have, I am usually so busy and then the store is busy because everybody wants to get things for spring and before they travel for the summer. We didn't have the spring really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, in terms of expectations, and this is kind of a funny time to revisit those expectations. So I got to revisit them quite a bit. So to answer how I'm doing, I'm doing great because I have discovered a new passion and um, never thought I would enjoy going live and doing videos. And I didn't think that what I have to say, people will actually appreciate in a time of what was happening. But yeah, so I'm doing great because all of a sudden my pivoting is, is a new, it's a new chapter. And I think it's, it's amazing to look at what we gained during this time. So I'm doing great. Yeah, awesome to hear. And do you sell online before the COVID time? Have you considered doing that before? Uh, so uh, because when you sell jewelry to stores all over the country, you don't really compete with them. So even though I had a website, it was not, I haven't marketed it. I, I never taken people anywhere there. But during COVID, I actually spent three weeks building brand new site and just just trying to create some sort of revenue stream because during COVID, nobody could go anywhere and all everybody did was shop online. Right. So I joined the, uh, the party. A little late, but... You sell them. That's how you join. And that's a good way. So you actually manufacture and also wholesale to the whole country like that? Yes. So I actually design everything. So every piece comes out from these hands and this brain. Hmm. And I design twice a year, really big collections. So I have, actually I have five collections and for each year, for each season, like in the winter time, I design five collections and I repeat that again, new design uh, season in July for five collections. So usually it's about five, 600 pieces. <laughs> Uh, so, um, yeah, it's, uh, I get to design, I get to manufacture. I also get to select and cut my own stones. I work with countries that source gems and I get to cut it. So I get to touch every aspect of that. And 
once I make pieces, I send them to stores all over the country. So I've been doing this as a wholesaler for almost 15 years. And this is my 10th year of my own retail. I'm inside wow. of my own store. You make me shoe. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, anyone have never um, get to understand the market and industry of jewelry and grape and also this beauty stuff, they wouldn't understand how details of this market is like I understand I, I, I used to have clients who doing manufacture as well on engrave and the jewelry back in Thailand and I really understand the artistic side and also the business part that you have to combine <laughs> you know it's interesting because uh, everybody there's just so much competition and uh, anytime I have somebody a client in the store they're like oh my niece is making jewelry so the, the, the whole uh, spectrum of what constitutes jewelry business is, is pretty wide from, uh, you know, five-year-old jewelry rigging little on the string fee things to people who, you know, huge brands that manufacture and sell all over the world. So I'm somewhere on that sliver. Yeah, but you can connect with all of them because you are a manufacturer, you know? If yeah. they don't want to produce, you produce for them. And that's the way you take advantage. And I think... That's a very good part because you are the middle. But I believe you didn't make decision to be the wholesaler or manufacturer at the beginning, right? How you start this business? Well, I was going to say, oh, let's start a fairy tale. But so uh, once there was a girl <laughs> that arrived in this amazing big country of America with a big dream ahead of her. And she didn't know what that dream is going to look like. But she knew that America is the country of possibilities and immigrants like myself are called dreamers. We come here to create a life. And so I thought the definition of life is get a job nine to five and try to make as much money as I can. So I actually uh, got a degree from my former land uh, in, I'm from Ukraine and then I had to retake my degree here. So I have master's of engineering from my homeland and here I study economics. So coming out with such a big, ambiguous degree of business and economics and strategy, like I know all that, where do you go work? You work for a consulting company. Oh, by the way, my phone is ringing in my store. No worry, no worry. Um, so um, I actually, that never happens. So I actually ended up working for one of the top consulting companies in this country, Anderson Consulting at the time, or Accenture. And I have learned really quickly how exciting it is to be an entrepreneur because our job was they would throw you on these projects and they would literally call you night before and say, you traveling to such and such city and this is going to be, you're going to learn how to do Oracle. I'm like, mm -hmm. what? Um, yeah, technology, computers, like, sure. And so your job when you arrive is to very quickly assess what needs to get done. And your learning curve has to be just steeper than your clients. And mm. your job is to come in and figure it out. So it's almost every single time you arrive, you're starting a new business. Mm. So I actually done a consulting work and I worked for a corporate IT and entrepreneurial company for my total years in IT, like about 15. And when I was pregnant, I uh, got obsessed with all the creative things. And this brain was only functioning in strategy, program management, project management, process reengineering. Like the brain was just like doing all the analytics. And as I'm pregnant, all of a sudden I want to be creative. 
cooking and reupholstering and mosaicing. I think I reupholstered every single thing in my house. And so um, jewelry was just one more thing. I'm an engineer, so I can jewelry rig a few things like, oh, you, you put this with that. And so um, I think for a lot of us, we discount our natural tendencies and our natural kind of, you start traveling on this path and all of a sudden the doors open up and we second guess. We're like, oh, no, no, I don't know. So I actually didn't have that, that break in my head that says, don't go into this door of jewelry. <laughs> you know, I have a successful job. I, I do great. I make great money. And actually I worked one mile from my house. Like why? Oh. And, um, the journey took me, like sucked me in like a vortex. That was not, I will lie if I say this was strategic choice. No, it's, it's like a slinky on a staircase, like one foot in front of the other. One person asked me something I had on. She worked at Bloomingdale's. I was shopping and she's like, oh, is it such and such designer? And I go, no, I made it. But because I'm a business person, I, I want to analyze why is she asking me this. Within 15 minutes, uh, she connected me with the manager for a division. Um, they had actually a section in the jewelry section they called Bridge. And it's in between fine jewelry and cheapy stuff. It's the bridge. Mm -hmm. And the manager immediately goes, we need to do trunk show. I had no business name. I made one piece of jewelry. I did not know what trunk show meant. I know nothing, but I, there's a voice in the back of everybody's head that is really sweet and positive and can do voice. And I let that voice say, yeah, of course. And so then the journey of figuring out what, like the stack of papers they gave me was this big because I had to fill up a lot of forms. In the meantime, I'm like trying to make a few more things, just kind of like, oh my God, what is it? And that same week, I already had eight pieces made. Woohoo! And I um, went to a friend's house and at the pool, they had um, like a little section where you can like tables, picnic section, that's it. So I had paper towel, not paper towel, like regular white towel, beach towel laid out. And I put some of my pieces on and I am so excited because I am going to work with Bloomingdale's in like a couple of weeks. I was just so, just my energy was, ah, I wanted to tell everybody. And there was this woman who liked what I had. And obviously I, I love talking. I met no stranger. So I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sell Bloomingdale's. Woohoo. So as I'm talking, she pretty much bought everything I made. Granted, I was selling it very inexpensive. I didn't know what I was doing. Even though I have the green economics, this is not my business. It's a little toy. I, I'm playing. So um, not even two days later, I think it was the very next day because this was on Sunday. I think either Monday or Tuesday morning, she sent me email. She actually was an assistant buyer for a really, at the time, was a really large chain of stores, Harold's. There's 37 stores in America. And she said, I brought you pieces to the buyer and uh, we heard you doing trunk show at Bloomingdale's September 1, but uh, we'd like to, in addition, offer you a trunk show and we'll take your collection across different stores all over the country. Wow, make me shield. <laughs> like, well, I have a full-time job at that point too. So I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, at that point, I was like, sure. So then my, you know, and I have a small child at that point. So my daughter, I think was maybe a year old. I was like, sure, I'll, I'll take care of my kid. I'll keep a job. I'll make all this stuff. But now for two big trunk shows, which I'm still to discover what exactly I got to do. 
And then as my journey unfolds and I do first trunk show, I meet somebody at the trunk show. It's like magical. This is like, uh, there's a book, Alchemist. He talks about beginner's luck. So all of a sudden I meet this woman who introduces me to publicist. And the publicist then, can, first of all, she pitched me everywhere because I have cool story. Uh, you know, immigrating from America, uh, into America as a political refugee and all that. I'm making jewelry. Sure, let's make it sound great. But she invited me to 2007 Oscars. That's how long ago it was. So she said, well, we have a cancellation at the swag bags. We have this tent. This is where celebrities go. You just have to have 100 pieces to give away. And you know, my answer was? Yes. yes. <laughs> sure. Take time off of work. <laughs> when is it? So um, my, my entry into this world of, of jewelry design, manufacturing, inspiration is, has been really kind of um, little magic dust was sprinkled at the very first few steps, but there were, there were challenges that hit, but this was kind of, the challenges were crazy. I don't know how I even uh, overcame it, but I wanted to remind every one of us that, that we always have those things, but I really do want people to feel inspired. If they have this little inkling, just, just, just try it. You don't have to quit your job. I did all of everything I'm describing and more. I did while I had a job and one year old child. I, I think she just stopped breastfeeding. So I, yeah. You're amazing. And I really, I appreciate to know you today and get to interview you because that's inspired a lot and also inspired me that you have to take all the opportunity, right? We shouldn't live with regrets. That's, that's it. And without taking that, you wouldn't be here. Well, there's two, to see, there's two interesting sides to saying yes. And I know people who do say yes. So the only thing in business that you have, no matter what anybody's going to tell you, your brand name can disappear in a second if you're not authentic person, if your word is not gold. So, so many people crash from the top of, you know, food chain all the way to the bottom just by slippage of personality, by um, dishonorable situations. And so the only thing we can do, if we're going to say yes to something, we need to follow through. So I would say that that is the most important part of it. You can't say yes and just be like, oh, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You have to keep your words. I mean, that's totally respect. And of course, that is the fact, like the nature laws that everyone should follow through. But we couldn't speak to other people in that sense. But that, that, those are their story, not ours right here. We follow through. We keep our words. We give the result, we make our customer happy and we success. That, that's all what it matters right here. But you mentioned about your obstacle that you might get stuck at some point in your business. Could you share with us a little bit about that? Um, yes, it was. So the journey was so easy. I'm like, yeah, this is great. I actually literally, so after I went to LA and I did my swag bags, I still have a full-time job. And I got featured in not one, but two issues back to back of InStyle magazine. And one of my samples actually wore on CBS show and talked about it. 
I didn't even have a website and my business name was like really weird name that I didn't even think you can unbrand. So all of that was unfolding so, like it was just incredible. So I decided to take leave of absence. Uh, and as I took leave of absence for three months, right before I were to come back, I really didn't want to come back. I didn't know what I wanted. And I started getting into trade shows. And it's again, I start calling like, oh, is there availability? Sure, if you can make it within like five days, you can be here. So I took every opportunity. I did every single thing to position myself. But I came nowhere closer to the answer after the three months of leave of absence. Do I want to stay the course or do I want to come back to the safety of my corporate environment? And the answer was taking away from me, really. I, uh, as I was flying back from one of my shows, two days before I had to come back, I landed, my airplane touched, touched down and I listened to my voice message and the message was from my boss and he said, please call me. This is my home number, so my cell phone. I need to get a hold of you. And I called immediately and company actually got acquired during the three months I was gone. So I was given not only six months severance, my stock options vested it and I also was rehirable, basically meaning that I can always come back. And so I took that as a great sign. So you would think I could walk on water at that point, but that was the beginning of 2008. Oh. And yes. So I, uh, I decided to take a full on leap of faith. And um, I told my husband, I said, you know, the only thing I need you to do, hold the job for three years. Give me three years to figure this out. You know, I have a little child and I was like, okay, let, let me try this. And I dove deep into uh, finding a factory, buying stones, like $20,000. I, I went through all the money that vested pretty quickly, but I was excited. Did a biggest trade show in New York I've ever had, biggest number of orders. I was floating on air. That was September 12th, September 13th of 2008. Everybody got a call that the US economy is in danger. And every single order canceled. My husband lost his job. Um, it was, you know, you have a house, you have a child, you have a husband, you have responsibilities. I also had responsibility. I sponsored somebody from another country. It's a whole other story. I help a lot of immigrants. So I have the responsibility of a human being that 15 more months, I'm not going to, what am I going to do? So, um, I, I honestly sat down on the stoop of my house and I cried pretty much the entire day. I, I just didn't know what to do. I was completely devastated and crushed and scared and dried up my tears. And the next day I changed my business structure. I offered every store that wrote an order. I asked them a question. I said, I have a question for you. And depending on the answer, maybe I can help you or not. You're canceling your order because you do not have space in your store for my product or because you're concerned about economy and unsure if you can pay your bill. And every single one of them answered it's number two. I am unsure about how to pay my bill. And I know holiday season is coming, but economy is in danger and I do not feel confident in the economy. So I felt confident in me. And I felt confident in what I had already at my fingertips, which was over $20,000 worth of stones. I had my own hands. And I said to every single store uh, in that terrible 2008, I said, I will do one thing for you. I will make your entire order and I'll ship it to you. You owe me nothing until after Christmas. So we're talking about September, October, November, December. 
after Christmas, only pay me what you sold and ship me back everything else. And every store that I've offered it to said, okay, do that. And as we probably learn not too quickly, but uh, economy in US could be rescued by the government. And that's what happened. And as the year wrapped up, uh, almost every one of those accounts survived. And not only I got paid, a lot of them became lifetime accounts. So it's, it's very interesting how we approach this monumental obstacle. Do we walk around it? Do we climb over it? Do we dig our own grave right under it? It's a choice. And I didn't do it from philosophical standpoint. Like a slinky, again, there was not even analysis of, I could have gone to corporate, I could have gone back to my IT and be safe. Um, but something, a lot of us entrepreneurs, we, we have this little bug in our head. The buzz is, you can do it, you can do it. So my bug was like, you can do it. So, wow. Yes. I am speechless right here. What I hear is that there's always an option for you that you can choose. And I believe many people after feeling frustrated regarding to what they got rejected, because got rejection is something that prevent us to make a good decision, right? But once you overcame it and you asked the uncomfortable questions to those who can change your life and you did and actually makes really change for both sides it's a win-win deals and i really respect you on that and i see that anyone who listening right now if they understand with me right here they will realize that there's always other options for you to walk further at any circumstances like right now <laughs> Quarantine. What do you think? Like, which one were harder than the other from the 2008 economic crash and the quarantine situation right now, in your opinion, and what you experienced? So I can answer it from a few perspectives. So what was harder in 2008 uh, was I was a new business. I did not have history of success. And I didn't have, I knew that I was good but I didn't have proof yet. So the challenges that I faced in 2008 were such an internal focus challenges. It was me questioning so much of, is this a sign? Is, so I took it very much, it, it's me against the situation. The challenge right now is very different. I feel it's, I'm gonna sound unpopular, but I feel like it's, it's a very important pivotal step for the world in many ways. And this is the year of cleansing and clarity. And you can't arrive to clarity. You know, when it's a sunny day, you do not notice that it's sunnier than yesterday. It's, it's just sunny. So to see, to see clearly and to re-engage in our calling and our purpose, sometimes we need to be pushed in certain places. So this was no longer for me personally, a challenge or question for me as an artist or me as a businesswoman. Now it was a question of what is the journey that I'm on? What is my purpose? And I firmly believe that this is just like, you can quit at any point. You don't need an excuse. 
So any business that arrive at the place, they were already mentally, I am unhappy, whatever that the monologue was, this was the final straw that broke them. Um, for people who, I have this dream, I don't know if I can do it. For a lot of them, this was a launching pad because the seas have parted. Some businesses left, new businesses will be coming. Uh, a lot of businesses that close, their spaces for rent will be reduced rent. So it's a very, it's a new tide, it's a new energy. It's, it's so challenging because every one of us is looking right now into my pocket right now. Do I have a dollar to spend or do I not? And it is so challenging to look just beyond that dollar. And I, I will tell you again, I've cried for a day. I don't know, maybe this is my, my cleansing timeframes, but I, somehow when the catastrophes happen, I cry and then clarity comes. But I cried for a day feeling completely defeated. Uh, how am I gonna survive as a business? You know, three children in a household, brand new house. I actually spent a day crying and feeling such a, just questions like, why is this happening? And I took it so me, 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 me. Why is it happening to me? What am I going to do? And you know, it's funny. I had the most bizarre answer, but that answer was just so clear. Instead of me, I turn it around and I send out email to all my consumers. I, I have over 3000 people get my emails and it was in the absolute just, just reflection moment. It's like, forget about me. What can I do for you? And I basically, I've reached out and I said, and my, my subject was, may I brighten your day? Here's a girl who's literally crying and I'm typing up email saying, I will send you free earrings, just tell me. And um, I went gardening because what do you do when you feel so bad? You just dig in the dirt. And I came back from digging in the dirt for three hours and I had about a hundred people who responded. And there were blessings, they were, I mean, they asked for earrings, but they felt like in that moment, they needed something from somebody. Not the government promises, not paperwork, but somebody just do a little gesture. I am not sharing that as an example, look at me, but I'm sharing that as healing moment. When you turn yourself around and when you look at things through somebody else's perspective, and see where is your role okay you may not have the money but you have energy you have your health you you have some creative abilities you able to inspire whatever is that thing that is your moment to rise up as a leader and recognize you don't have to have a title you don't have to have permission to lead others and leading can take so little and I started doing a lot of lives. I've never done live. My first live was disaster. I didn't know which buttons to push. I actually have one of my, I think, third live. I didn't realize my Instagram did not get turned off. So I put exit, like, and, and I was like, oh God, how? And I am like talking. And then I was like, oh my God, could they tell it just, oh my God, I just, I just was just making stuff up. And I'm looking at it and it's still recording and I'm still live. And I go, oh shh obviously finish that word and I push and I have so many bloopers but I'll tell you it's it's so helpful to self but I know for anybody during that tough time just to see somebody else making being goofy or or making them feel better just just 
speak something positive, you can tell I'm very excited about just this time of this season. Uh, this is the season to shine. It, it's not a season to, to feel defeated. Um, and money will come back. I, I promise every person I talk that their stores are in jeopardy. I was like, stay the course, figure out who you are. Let people know who you are. You will be okay. You will overcome it. But you gotta, you gotta know, you have to have your base. Like you gotta know who you are and what you have is right. And you can fight from that stand. Yeah, I, I can feel your positive energy sending over to me over this <laughs> internet already. And yeah, you are very inspiring. And I resonate with you in terms of like, actually, I can feel that something happened with this year at the beginning of the year. I was already feeling defeated as well at the beginning of the year. And I clear all the play that I have. I restart the whole business fundamental at all. Like, clear everything, clear the share, clear the partnership, starting everything new and be me, like find authenticity, find my purpose again and focus on that and make sure that everyone understand my message. So I totally get that. And this thing hit, <laughs> nothing changed for me, to be honest, because I have online business that support the back end office. So when people shop more online, my job still remain because they still have to have the operation system works somehow. So lucky me in that sense, but I totally understand. And I believe as well, I totally feel your positive energy that we will, we will make through this because at the end of the day, um, business is about helping others to give them the solution that they are looking for make them happy. Like the way you give jewelry for them is to show caring for them, to show that you are still there with them. And that's how we make money anyway, without any problem, without any solution, we couldn't make money, right? As business owner. And that's what I believe in. And that's, that's what I stand for. A connection, you know, and this is what happened over the, course of all these years um, since I've started my business, I've noticed that um, the only things that made long-term success for my business and businesses, I mentor also other businesses outside of just uh, jewelry because that's what I've done before in corporate. But what I've noticed at the end of the day, it's really about just, you have to have a relationship. You have to have your you can't just stand alone and just like, well, this is my price. And you know, this is what's happening. You got to connect. And I think during quarantine, a lot more people felt connected. Nothing will be the same after, after this year, nothing. How we view I shipped to Japan for the first time. Somebody saw my Instagram pair of earrings. I was like, Oh, where are you? You know, our horizons have broadened for some of us. This was a completely new um, territory to, to, to even scale. For some of us, it was redesigning how we conduct our businesses. And for me, it was also questioning what's important to me, who I want to be when I grow up again. Yeah. That's why you just started website, right? So that you will know your priority again, whether you're going to carry on your wholesale or you're going to start your own shop online that I can see that, but it's very important. And I think it's always about figure it out 
along the journey, whether which state you are, and it's never stopped, right? Because oh, yeah. we we still living in this business, and I I can see, and I I really believe in you, and I see that it's all about your perspective, and I'm really impressed. Like I've never talked to you in this day before. We only connect in Messenger, and I'm really glad to interview you today because this is anyone who listened until this point. I believe um, you will get many ideas and the way to think that whatever happens, you still have you, your skill set, and your network that never leave you if you don't doing any bad thing to those things. So stick to that, and everything will work out for you eventually. Oh God, yeah, and and honestly, read some good inspirational books. Uh, Alchemist is is one of my by far most recommended book and the other one i'd recommend highly is simon sinek start with why how to 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 figure out your personal why and once you understand why you are it's easier to figure out what can you do um not the other way around so i i actually i'm about to start entrepreneurial courses for high schoolers where uh I was part of, we started an association nonprofit for small businesses that are in my immediate historic uh, downtown area. And there's about 30 businesses. So one of the things that we're doing, we're helping each other to keep positive energy. I'm the cheerleader usually. And so one of the things that we also gonna be doing is for kids that do not have school to go to, we wanna teach entrepreneurial series. and and do zoom calls and answer their questions different businesses restaurant business jewelry business uh retailer uh attorney we can literally go and spend one hour class and inspire others so i think this is this is the time to find your why and and live it yeah i am actually a lawyer before so i know i also share everything yeah i'm gonna be wrong story but anyway Thank you so much for your time today, Anna. And in case anyone want to follow you, get inspired by you, or even find your jewelry, where can they reach out to you then? Yes, uh, I do want to say that um, every purchase is meaningful to all the small businesses. And I will promise you every single small business you spend money at is worried about their employees. We're not as concerned about our own own. Uh, food and uh, we do care about our employees and also a lot of us I, and I'm one of them want to do good for the community during this time such as educational series and I, I started writing um, so writing a book so any sale will help improve kind of my my ability to do more and so my website is anabalkan.com and to thank you um Muntita for uh, interviewing me today. I would love to offer anybody who wants to shop on my website between now and the end of September, uh, I will offer you 10% off anything you want uh, if you use the code Muntita10 and Thank uh, you. We'll share that. And I always uh, provide, I send a free pair of earrings. I'm going to keep honoring free pair of earrings pretty much uh, as until I run out of ability to do that. So if you shop with me, uh, money will go further than just me. And um, I, I really appreciate any support. And thank you so much for letting me talk. It's exciting to talk all the way across the ocean. No, I mean, thank you so much for sharing your inspiration story with me today. And yeah, all the best. And let's support small business together. 
Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Get Unstuck family. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe and give us honest review. We really appreciate you. If you would like to learn more about my research or my client experience on weekly basis, you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter at beforeyouscale.com. And don't forget to get unstuck.